Pure Dog Talk is the voice of purebred dogs. We talk to the legends of the sport and give you the tips and tools to create an awesome life with your purebred dog. From showing to preservation breeding, from competitive obedience to field work, from agility to therapy dogs, and all the fun in between, your passion is our purpose. Welcome to Pure Dog Talk. I am your host, Laura Reeves. And we're going to talk a little something today. This is going to be a little bit of vintage Auntie Laura. We're going to roll out a little bit of uh, carrot in the stick, a little bit of whoop ass, because there's things going on in our world that need addressing. And we're going to talk about bullies and we're going to talk about burnout. And we're going to talk about a lot of things that impact our world. And I have a special guest I'm going to bring on here shortly. who's going to help us be the voice of reason here. But first, I'm going to start with a little bit of a story, okay? I was that kid in elementary school. I was that kid that the boys at the bus stop stole my Wonder Woman lunchbox and threw it under the bus. I was that kid. I was bullied because I was different. I was bullied because I was a girl. I was bullied because I reacted to it. And over the course of time, I learned and I turned into an angry little kid. And if somebody tried to bully me, I kicked them or I bit them. I was a horrible child. And it has taken me a long time to learn about life and to learn how to deal with some of these things. And one of the things that I've learned over time is that bullies need one of two things or both. They need attention and they need oxygen. And if you don't give it to them, they go away. So in the microcosm of the world in general, in the midst of shutdown, when everybody is stressed out and freaked out, we come to the microcosm of dog shows where everybody's really stressed out and freaked out. And then we throw in a little social media and it gets a little carried away. And so I have a special guest with me today. Dale Martinson is going to help me. He's going to be the voice of reason because I can get a little hot under the collar on this topic. So we're going to talk today about some very specific ways that we can deal with properly harnessing our frustrations, properly using social media, and just basically dialing it back a notch. So. Hey, Dale. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm a much better person than I was when I was six. (laughs) (laughs) You sounded like you were fun, though. (laughs) Oh, I had my moments. (laughs) Ask Todd Lamica about his family planning that I helped him with in sixth grade. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, social media has certainly been alive while we've all been at stay at home. And it's been pretty much plugged in because everybody has had a chance to really share a little overshare. Wow. A little overshare. Mm-hmm. A little overshare. Absolutely. Yeah. The lines of what's acceptable to post have really just been pretty decimated. I'd say they hit them with a neutron bomb. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've seen different clubs sharing about closings and things like that. And these people who are putting on these shows, they're not getting rich or famous. They're doing a lot of work as a volunteer, and it's got to be devastating for them to have to cancel or postpone an event. I'm sure that's nothing that they want to do. And then to be 
called on the carpet for it. This just seems like added insult to injury, doing the impossible for the ungrateful. Yeah, doing the impossible for the ungrateful. That is going to be something I'm going to remember. So here's my thinking on this topic. And you fill in with me and help me out here. I have been known to have a temper. I saw somebody do a great post on social media today about resting bitch face. Good Lord knows I've got mine. I downloaded six pictures. I'm like, which one? (laughs) Right? So we all have our moments, our good moments and our not so good moments. And my concern, and it has been voiced to me by listeners, this is a topic that has been brought to me more than once, that within our tribe, within our dog show community, this bullying is an issue and it is causing burnout. And if we want to have a sport that will support us, we need to have people in it. And if we burn out all the people because we're horrible to them, we've cut off our nose to spite our face. That couldn't be more true. You know, whenever you have interaction, whenever you have dealings or anything with anybody, no matter how fantastic they are, you're going to have some sort of disappointment, some sort of disagreement. Jane could go ahead and give you a laundry list on me. (laughs) but, But sometimes you really need to sit back and think before you go ahead and throw that out there, throw that disagreement out there, Because it doesn't make you look necessarily good. It makes you look like kind of a crazy psycho. And people are going, when I get my dealing with that person, when I disappoint them, that's going to be my name next. Mm -hmm. And so when they are on their meds and they contact you and you go, oh, hell no. Right. (laughs) We're going to head that off at the pass. Exactly. I just go back to... My upbringing, I'm sure yours was very similar. We're of an age. And, you know, there were things that you simply did not do. And just because there is such a thing as Facebook does not make it acceptable to do them. Well, that's all very true. And things have changed so dramatically in our lifetime because we used to get the magazines for our communication within our dog world. And there would always be someone that's writing an article and they might put in a little zinger and we go, oh my gosh, can you believe they said that? And I mean, it was just like a scandal. And now now you see 50 times worse than that every day. We're a little desensitized. As you said earlier, before nine o'clock. Yeah. I mean, we're a little desensitized to how horrible people can act. Yes. And I think that maybe sometimes we forget that this is not just being said to our circle of friends. This is going out on the web, on the cash pages of the internet, and those words will live on mm-hmm. and be shared. And come back to haunt you. Absolutely. And we see this all the time with people sharing things and then getting into trouble for them later. Like, I really try to always bear in mind, my mother is on my Facebook. Hi, mom. <laughs> and so I really don't want to post anything that I wouldn't feel comfortable saying. And even if she wasn't, I still think that that's a good rule of thumb to kind of go by. Yes. Would your mother approve of this? Would you get your mouth washed out with (laughs) soap for saying it? Which, let me help you, it's not a good thing. (laughs) Not a good thing. Because we see people going too far and then they get angry. I mean, honestly, there's an art of having a disagreement with someone. And, you know, 
I remember back when we would sometimes want to go back and visit with the judge and say, why? And sometimes it wasn't just like, well, I didn't I win, but why did that one win? Mm-hmm. And if you would, could go and approach somebody and ask them sincerely, you could maybe even come back with an appreciation. You might not agree, but you could learn from their reasoning that got them to that point. Yes. And you could form an opinion on that going, well, you know, I see that point. I disagree. Or at least maybe I have some insight as to what this person thinks. And it didn't have to be all negative. It wasn't like, oh, I went back in there to tell them, fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. You need to read the standard. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's not going to benefit anybody. No, and trust me, the judges really do not approve of that. <laughs> well, today it's gotten to so where that you really can't. That is such a slippery slope to mm-hmm. even go in there and say it. And I see these groups where they have report cards for the judges. Oh, no. Well, your report card for the judge should be whether you want to enter under them again. I have blocked and banned that particular site from my life. It is a symptom. So I want to always, I want to try and give a positive spin. Okay, you people, this is wrong. So let's talk about how to do it right. And yes, calling people names on social media is wrong. That's a thing. Oh, it is. Having a disagreement is fine. Say we can agree to disagree and walk away. Quit fighting. I just had this on my own private page talking about puppies. And somebody gets on yelling about something and somebody else gets on yelling about something. I deleted all of them. I'm like, stop. Just stop. You can disagree. It's okay. Well, I don't know why we have all lost all control of our right index finger when we don't see something we don't like that we just can't flick and make it go away. We don't have to go there. Because honestly, who cares who you vote for? They're one vote. I mean, vote however you want. Exactly. I'm going to vote how I want. You don't need to call me stupid. (laughs) You know, I tried really hard for a while. I have a debate background. Like, I really love politics. Like, I love all this stuff. And I tried really hard to have informed, polite, moderated conversations. I mean, I finally quit. Well, because you can learn from that. Well, of course you can, if you're willing to actually learn. If anybody is willing to actually hear the other person. And it came from both sides. There was not one side worse than the other. It would be one person would say something and set the other person off, and it would be like dominoes. And I finally had to quit. I'm like, no, you guys, I am not wasting my time and energy to have you people scream and shout on my Facebook page. That's not worth my time. Well, no, because this doesn't build anybody up. Nobody walks away with a deeper appreciation for either side. No. But I've even heard of people getting in trouble for things that they have posted, having charges filed with them. Yes. Different things that have come of this because Mm -hmm. of Facebook posts Mm -hmm. and social media, which has gotten to be so commonplace. On there, and I mean, and I like I say, I'm hoping to judge myself someday, and I would like to be able to stay friends with the people that I like to share with and stuff. And I mean, at some point, there's got to be a little bit of a line of decorum. The line of decorum, and that's you know, we were talking about this a little bit off air. Dog shows when I started were where I found a kid that had been bullied my whole life. Dog shows and dog people and the dog community is where I found acceptance. And I found family and I found peace and I found an opportunity 
to grow and excel that I did not have in volleyball or, you know, some other sport or some other place. This is where I was brought into the tribe and into the fold and accepted and nurtured and raised up. I believe that we have lost our way. And I would like to have concrete steps for how we can find it again. Well, I think that probably somewhat gross analogy about inside the tent peeing out applies a little bit here because we fall into the trap of exclusivity where we want to be better. Not only are we dog people and we're breeders, now we have to be better than breeders. We have to be of merit and of heart and of this and of that. We're elevating ourselves. So we're going to belong to an exclusive club and we just don't let anybody join our club because we're just a little bit more exclusive. And at the end of the day, we're all people and they're all dogs. And we just kind of like maybe need to take this moment of the condition of the world and of everything and kind of go, we're all people and we're all dogs. You know, everything is kind of a little bit of a silly thing to go ahead and lose your mind over. And you're really not any better than anybody else. Yeah. And what's the fun of having dog shows if you don't have competition? So, I mean, I want my competition to do well, live and do well with their dogs and come to the show so I can beat them into the ground. You know? <laughs> and I mean, and then we can go have lunch or then maybe they'll beat me into the ground. You know, and then they have to pay for lunch. And then we'll go have a drink. Right. And talk about that. And exactly. laugh about it. And then do it all over again the next day. Exactly. Because without competition, it's no fun. And if we kill all the competition on every personal level, like saying, well, we don't want to hire this judge. We'll boycott his entries. Oh, we're not going to do this because they disagreed with me on Facebook. Well, that's insanity. That is insanity. Maybe we can have an exclusive club. Well, you know, you can make it so exclusive, you're the only ones. Yeah, exactly. And that, I think, is so important for us to keep in mind. Hang tight, guys. Got a little bit of information for you. Pure Dog Talk is proud to be sponsored by Trepanion, medical insurance for pets. Trepanion understands that veterinary costs can be expensive and hard to budget for, especially when your pet gets unexpectedly sick or injured. And that's why Trepanion is there to help you, and help you when you need it the most, by covering eligible expenses during unexpected veterinary visits. Luckily, Trepanion's able to pay your vet directly, so you'll pay less out of pocket, and you won't have to wait for reimbursement. Trepanion also has a free program for breeders that allows you to have peace of mind by sending your litters with a special offer so that folks can try out the insurance. You can learn more about the Breeder Support Program by following the link on my partner page. Be sure to mention Pure Dog Talk sent you. So when we are making our concrete steps about how to improve our situation as it stands, we can make our circle and our social media stronger and better. Number one, scroll on by. If you don't agree You are not the world's fact checker. And I struggle with this. Oh, Lord in heaven, I struggle with this. But mostly, I do okay. You do not have to tell someone they're wrong. No, you can let that go. And if you really have to say something, then use private messenger. Mm -hmm. You know, you can message your friend and say, hey, can you believe that? You know, blah, blah, blah. 
that's fine. But, you know, before you make that a memorialized part, that statement that you can't unring that bell, don't hit sin. Yeah. And that's a great segue into my next, and I failed at this a few times. I'm going to own it and we have to acknowledge our mistakes and do better, right? So I own the fact that sometimes I hit send before I should. But what I try really hard to do, (laughs) my goal, which I would like to accomplish more often, is to write something and then not hit send. You know, there's a thing where you can save that post and either get less mad or reconsider it or... I don't know, sober up. And you can then decide whether it really is what you wanted to say. Well, you know, that's a very mature way to handle it. And it might actually behoove you in the long run. Maybe make a rule after five o'clock, it can wait till the next morning. You know, you know if you look and see how our community's doing, Look and see how many it takes for a major in your breed today. Mm-hmm. Look back 10 years ago and see how many it took for a major. And just for a kick, look back 10 years back on that and see how long it took for a major. Because when we used to go, back when we showed dogs for other people, and we had dogs that would maybe be good enough to beat 10 other dogs, but not good enough to beat 14 other dogs, right. we would go to places off the grid to make a champion. And you'd look on there, and there'd be a handful of breeds that would take four for a major. Now, today, I would be willing to bet you the majority of the breeds you can finish in the continental United States with a four for a major. I don't know that it's a majority, but it is a significant percentage. I've actually kind of done podcast on this. And that is going back to the point of if we drive everyone away whether we bully them out, whether they're burnt out by the bullying, whether people come and look at it and say, I've got better things to do with my millions of dollars, perhaps a diamond tiara and a yacht. You know, once again, we eat our own in this sport and particularly in recent years. Yes. I saw a thread the other day when we were talking about colors on breeds. And, oh, I mean, if you want Mm -hmm. to get involved in a big, bloody fight, don't talk about acceptable (laughs) colors in any breed. I've done it. And just stand back because it's about to explode. And I guess because the breed I had started with, Cockers, and, you know, actually my father-in-law had a blue Weimaraner. And I remember at the time because his blue Weimaraner went back to AKC champions. Right. But then now it was this qual- and I was like, well, how did you have champions? But now they're not champions. Well, we did the same thing in American Cockers. We had Sables mm-hmm. and Sable and White. Mm-hmm. And they were, 30 of them are finished and we get a couple group winners. Then all of a sudden, a coup goes through the parent club and they disqualify them. Right. So what is not acceptable, like brown and tan, and it's all of a sudden acceptable and like one of the top winning sporting dogs in the brown and tan. Right. So it's like, these things come and go. And, you know, if it's interest in purebred dogs, you may not want to be a part of it. But I don't think it's necessary to go burn their house down. You can go ahead and say, hmm, that's what you're interested in. I'm not personally not interested in that. Right. But rock on. Exactly. So in our list of concrete things, we can scroll on by. We can pause before we post. I'm just I'm going to make like a pause symbol. 
pause before you post. <laughs> there you go. Have your acceptable hours of posting. <laughs> exactly. No posting past 5 p.m. is probably, although I don't know, with this COVID shutdown, I'm pretty sure that 5 p.m. has been moved to noon. <laughs> God, it's five o'clock. It's five o'clock somewhere. Listen, hey, man, don't be knocking it. It's been known to happen here. (laughs) No judgment. No judgment. And so I think that's another piece of it. I'm going to add that to a thing. No judgment. Who died and made you Jesus? No judgment. There you go. You do not get to be the judge of me and I don't get to be the judge of you. No judgment. That's That's not your job. It doesn't really matter what we think. Only to us. And maybe to the handful of people. And why take that on? Why take on that fight? You know, I mean, people who don't even really know each other are now mortal enemies because of something crazy that somebody shared on social media. Well, (laughs) you hate them. You don't even know them. You know, once you knew them, you might get hated. (laughs) Well, there's that. (laughs) I think that one of my favorite things that I've seen On social media. So, you know, to the benefit of social media, my favorite thing I've seen is someone else's opinion of me is none of my business. Boy, isn't that, that's a very, very, it's not the person that says something bad about you that is your enemy. It's the person posing as your friend who can't wait to come over and tell you. Yeah. Because that was really never intended for your ears. Right. You weren't supposed to be on that call. Right. And if you are a big enough person, where you can hear something like that and have it end with you, mm-hmm. maybe that should be on the list. Uh-huh. Let the negativity end with you. Yes. Just take it and kill it. <laughs> kill Send it. it to the dumpster. Yeah, you can know something negative about somebody, their situation, their dogs, or whatever, and you can just go ahead and let it lie. Let it go, baby. You don't have to carry that on. It's not going to help you. And maybe... Someday when it rolls around and it's your turn to have it, maybe somebody will be do the kindness for you. There you go. So now is when we move into the kumbaya phase of our discussion. (laughs) (laughs) We can talk about some positive things that we can do. Okay. I know this makes people roll their eyes at me. I am constantly being called some kind of Goldilocks because I'm always trying to find the positive and that's okay. You can call me Goldilocks all you want. My point is, if you find a way to make lemonade out of lemons, do not let someone burn down your she shed, honey. Because that was another one that I saw. You know, here we are, handlers that have no job. So the handlers that have no job, they figure out a way to make some money and do some education, do a lot of the same things that I'm already doing on Pure Dog Talk and make money at it. Good on them. And I saw somebody actually try and shame them for doing that. I was horrified. Like, what is that? Somebody is trying to earn money instead of take a handout and you have the audacity to shame them for it. Mm. That has been our biggest Achilles heel in our dog show world as to who's taking money for what. Right. And are they making money? Are they not making money? We've had this conversation, Dale. (laughs) Well, we have had the conversation. And, you know, there's no shame in our game. (laughs) And we don't care who doesn't like it. I like it. No shame in our game. That's another one. I'm adding that to the list. (laughs) But if somebody has an opportunity to go and make money, and I have to tell you, with what's happened now 
there's going to be some reinventing. We're going to be reshuffling the deck. There's going to be some new opportunities that come of this. Yeah. And there's going to be some things that aren't going to maybe go back. Right. And that aren't going to be able to go back the way they were. Maybe the way the dog shows have been going on for a long time. Maybe that's going to have to change yeah. so that it can survive. Because we can't have our people going without months and months and months of income. Well, and here's the other thing about this. This goes into the category of lemonade out of lemons. So there are going to be people who are more quick on the uptake than others. There are going to be people who come up with great ideas and implement them faster. Hey, give them a more power to them. And if somebody else comes up with a cool idea and spins off of your idea, more power to them. I mean, this is good. Competition is good. Competition is our soul. If you can't see that someone is trying to compete with you and you do it better, well, then phew, maybe you're missing a point here. You're totally missing. And as long as Walmart's not doing it, <laughs> you've got to crack at making it. You know, and of course, here he goes again. I think this is a really good opportunity for the show world and purebred dogs to maybe take a moment and reevaluate and reconnect with the American public and their pets and the purebred dog, the purposely bred dogs, because I'll tell you, while there have been no dog shows, people have been turning to dogs, wanting dogs, wanting dogs for family dogs, therapy dogs, have really helped a lot of people through this. So maybe we need to refocus a little bit. Maybe having pretty dogs and having pretty ribbons is wonderful. I mean, who doesn't want to be the winner? You know, I mean, we can take turns running around in a circle pinning ribbons on each other. That's fantastic. But how that applies to people's lives and our dogs and the economy, there might be a bigger purpose in here if we wanted to, like, look at it and see. And how that could maybe be livelihoods and insurance and good life for people who are good dog people. Right. They have more to offer. Transportation. I have said several times. There are people who need to get puppies to their puppy buyers and there's no airplanes flying and there's how many dog handlers sitting around with empty trucks that know how to transport dogs that have all of the situation set up. Hey, why don't you figure out a way to do a transport? I mean, find the positive. Well, and how about home grooming? Right. Mobile grooming. Yeah. Mobile grooming. There's training. Yeah. People need dogs trained. I mean, and yeah. there are some people, I've only had the one dog that was trained ever, you know, and then that dog died, so none of my dogs trained. But <laughs> there are lots of people that are very good trainers <laughs> that could offer a lot. Yes. You know, making people's family dogs better dogs in their homes. And I think the bottom line is, I mean, pure dog talk. I made a virtual dog show. The whole point of the exercise, give money back to people who need it. Dog handlers photographers, whoever it is, who needs money. The whole point of it is a fundraiser to give money back. There's other people doing other types of things that are similar along these lines. So find a positive. Instead of looking for someone to tear down, instead of looking for someone to trash who doesn't agree with you, instead of looking for a fight, go find something good to do with your time. Be better than the bullies. There are plenty of things to do. There's lots of things to do. Be better than the boys that threw my Wonder Woman lunchbox under the bus. Here, I'm going to close with this one because it's a perfect circle. 
be like Kim. Because when I told my partner, Kim, the story about the Wonder Woman lunchbox, he went out and bought me a new Wonder Woman lunchbox. I was freaking 50 years old. I loved that thing. It was my makeup kit. Be the right person. But you know what? You were able to let that other one go. Exactly. And it took compassion and kindness and thoughtfulness. And those are the things that our world needs. Our world does not need fistfights. If we could just be the people that our dogs think we are. Yes. I mean, that would be. There's our kumbaya moment. (laughs) There we go. There you go. Would a Japanese chin post that? Absolutely not. Yeah. So then we'll just, we were not going to post it either. <laughs> I like it. See, the problem is a wire hair might post it. So let's find they a might. good, they good might. avatar. Because <laughs> they know it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, my God. Wire hairs. Okay. Dale, thank you so much. If nothing else, this has been cathartic for me. I hope my listeners out there enjoyed it. But I really, really, really mean it, you guys. Focus on the positive. I'm not kidding. This is not how we act. It doesn't need to be the end. Thanks a lot, Dale. Thank you so much, Lord. You take care. Bye-bye. You too. As always, if you have any questions or input, we'd love to hear from you. The show notes and links to resources on today's topic are available at puredogtalk.com. Drop us a note in the comments or email to laura at puredogtalk.com. Remember, guys, this podcast is for you. So if you want to know something, give me a holler. We'll do a podcast for you. If you wouldn't mind, you could help me out here. Take a couple minutes to visit iTunes and give us a review. The Dog Show Superintendents Association is a proud supporter of Pure Dog Talk. Our dog show superintendents are the hardworking people who make the dog show function. They are advocates for education and mentorship in the purebred dog fancy. So stop by the Supers desk at your next show. Tell them how much you love Pure Dog Talk and give them a shout out for their support. That's all for today. Thank you for joining us on Pure Dog Talk. 